Welcome to the No Pressure Podcast with Ehab, where we elevate the education importance and prevention of pressure injuries. Because when prevention meets progress, patients and healthcare workers are protected. On this episode of the Ehab No Pressure Podcast, Christy and Deborah sit down with Kelly Moed, a certified nursing professional development practitioner with 35 plus years of experience in the acute care setting. They continue their discussion about Kella's passion, safe patient handling, and mobility. Specifically, her perspective on education, from onboarding to hands-on experience to skills assessment checklists. Kelly, with this classroom to virtual environment transition, nurse educators are asked to, beyond the obvious, educate, but also provide motivation, drive implementation, and overall adoption. How do you ensure success of this process, Kelly, from onboarding, to the hands-on experience, and then to the skill assessment checklists. I've been a nurse educator for a long time. Never have I experienced anything like this because, and I hadn't had any training to do so. You know, you just kind of, but all the things that I knew, and as I said, I'm really, I'm all about the safety for the staff. So initially, in the early stages, the beginning of the pandemic, we had CDC changes all the time, the guidelines, what the what the, you know, mask, no mask, what kind of mask, wear it for a week, all those kind of things. It was madness. And then as an educator, you need to bring out that information as institutional guidelines change, as the CDC guidelines, and then maybe there's a different procedure. As you said, now it's not in a classroom. They're already out with patients who are very sick And how Mm -hmm. do they find the time to get this education? And mentally, are they really taking it all in? So we did a lot of, if we possibly could, videos. I found myself, I like to be there for the emotional support. And I'll say, hey, next week, we're going to be getting in new trachs. And and I have a, here's a QR code and there's a video to it. And I know you're busy right now with something, something. I can come back and we can review this. And like I carry equipment with me and show. Mm -hmm what it was, then I'd say, let's, if you want to look at it quick now, but look, keep this and then review it again. And that's what the staff had been doing. And they were finding things on their own. And the vendors could, if there were videos that lived on websites, you know, you're able to do it right there. It's very in time, you know, you're able to look at it, watch it and do it. It's not like you look at it a day later or two days later, you're doing it, you're doing it in real time. And then also when we're teaching in the virtual platform, say I have a Teams meeting or Zoom, and that is my new classroom. I love to be able to share my screen and show a nice video or do we do it like a do a simulation and show that. It's harder to show the simulation, but it is easier to just, if you do a, like a quick video, nothing too long, especially with the new people if it is virtual. And you can also, like if you have a meeting in Teams, you could leave the the video in the chat and then they can refer to it on their own time in the future. Skills lab. If we do have a skills lab, I know a lot of facilities are doing that. They have, especially for the, again, the foundational skills for the nurses that might want to come in and start an IV or do some wound care. It would be great to have a video to watch, a checklist to refer to, and then perform the skill. You'd sometimes do it with a buddy. You know, we were able to maintain social distancing, less educators there. You might have one to set it up. 
you know, we're able to accomplish a lot of education and training that way. We even had some educational modules that were released. I think it was on the, the AACN. They had okay. the Association of Q Care Nurses, right? They had critical care skills for non-ICU nurses. So that was pretty cool. So I said, hey, guys, look at this. If you haven't taken care of a patient on a respirator in a long time, look at this, do that. So we got we got to be using videos a lot. I'm excited about nurturing and taking, mm-hmm. supporting the new, but I also feel the same way about people that are dedicated and being there so long. And I just totally get what they're, they're get going through because I'm, I'm watching them. I said, I can see them melting and, mm-hmm. you know, under the pressure of, oh no, you know, when they say, oh, what do you, you know, I don't want them to say, oh, here comes <laughs> professional development. What are they going to do? Blah, blah, blah. So I say, hey, what's going on? How's everything with your family or how's your patients or what's happening? Can I help you with anything? And that kind of thing and develop a relationship. So I like when they smile back because that's always a good sign. <laughs> and then they say, okay, what do you have for me? What are we doing? What's new? So, But then I also visit them when it's not on my side. I go to ask them, do they have any needs, mm. any learning needs? Because that is what a nursing professional development practitioner does. They assess the needs, the learning needs for all of the staff. And whether it's a cross training thing, something that they need on unit or new device, we find out. Or if it's a personal thing, they need something. And then we're just there we're to support them. It's just, it's just like you said, it's just uh, been challenging in the way that we've been able to do some more things at the bedside, but it's been more stressful. And then, and, but we have actually been in the classroom a number of times. With, with masks, we've never stopped the mask thing. It's always with masks. Never stopped the mask, okay. It's all about flexibility and continuous learning. We're always, we're lifelong learners. That's what we always tell the nurses when they come in. You're lifelong learners. I'm always learning. I learn every day. I commend you for your dedication to that lifelong learning, but you also go above and beyond and provide that emotional support that you were referencing. And I think that's so important because in a career that is so emotionally, physically, and mentally exhausting. That's a shock, especially to our newer nurses. It's a shock to see exactly how stressful it can be. So for you to go the extra mile and provide that support and sense when they might need it is amazing and a testament to your true passion for education and training. Ah, thanks, Christy. You know, it's, it's, it's real. It's happening to people. And so I always look at, I look at the, well, all the staff, it's interdisciplinary now. And it's, I look mm-hmm. at them as they're, they're my patients now. These are the people that I, I'm caring for. I want to make sure they're okay. We would like to thank Kelly for sharing her valuable insights, knowledge, and experiences on safe patient handling and mobility. We appreciate you, Kelly, your passion, enthusiasm, and taking the time to provide clinicians an overview on education, from onboarding to hands-on experience to skills assessment checklists. Join us next week as Kelly shares her perspective on Nurse Champions. Thank you for listening to the No Pressure Podcast. If you have any questions about the material presented, please reach out to us on our website at ehub.com contact.